There's nowhere to bury people. Smell of death. So now you understand what the Lord Jesus was talking about, that you may avoid it. Do you understand me? That you may avoid this. And it has been pounded and pounded and pounded until you will begin to sing it yourself and avoid it. Are we still together? The Lord Jesus himself said the worst time ever in the history of the earth he created. And he knows all the days that were. The slaughter at Holocaust. He knows the First World War, Second World War. He knows Al-Shabaab, Al-Qaeda. He knows ISIS. He knows the dictators. He, I mean who? he says, cannot be compared with them. None of the above put together. That is serious. So if that is meant to be a deterrence to you, you are well warned. Right? Hallelujah. You can warn your churches too. Warn your nations too. And so, he says in the middle of it, uh, the old sacrifice will be stopped, meaning the current events you see happening on your TV now will lead to the building of the temple. That is serious, right? The temple will be built. So, let's look at the tribulation now, step by step, blessed people, and enjoy it, Right? Enjoy it. Oh, so how can you enjoy such a thing? <laughs> no, enjoy it in the sense that you don't want to go there. You say, I've been well warned. I'm going to take my salvation seriously. So, the tribulation that the Lord is, dread, is saying you should dread, it is Jesus that begins it. Ay, what a statement. It is Jesus that begins it. Do you remember Revelation chapter 5? Somebody, can you open King James and find where nobody was found in the whole heaven, the whole earth, the under the earth, in the oceans, everywhere, in the higher heavens. Nobody was found and John began to cry. The earth without Jesus is a hopeless earth. John was crying by the throne. He was saying, please don't do that here. We don't do it here. Down there, yes, don't do that kind of thing here. He was wailing before the throne. Can you just read the entire until where John is wailing? Beginning Revelation chapter 5 starts. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side. A book written within and on the back side. That is a busy book, right? Hi. Can you read it? Sealed with seven seals. Sealed with seven seals. And I saw a great angel proclaiming. Why did I welcome you, my son? You can take a chair and sit next to Mwajimiwa Apo, just at that entrance there. Thank you. So, so, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. Did you see a weak angel? You saw? A strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. Was he whispering? With a loud voice. These are matters of gravity. Who is worthy to open the book? Who is it that is worthy to open this scroll? And lose the seals thereof. And break his seals. And no man in heaven. And nobody was found in the entire, you know, you have the archangels, you have powers there, right? Serious uh, angels. They say nobody was found in heaven. Nor in earth, even on the earth, neither under the earth, even under the earth, was able to open the book, 
neither to look thereon. So we have the entire universe then, right? Because you have the entire heavens, they look there even above. No one is found, right? And then the space here, of course, the heavenly constellations, the planets, and then now you have the earth. They look, nobody's found, and then under the earth, still nobody's found. That can open the scroll. Check on that. And I wept much because he began to weep. He said, I wept much because nobody is real weeping. When somebody said, I wept much, that is severe weeping, right? Non-stop and sobbing is involved in saying words. No hope. No hope. That is the right here. Continue. Because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither to look thereon. Because he's saying, in a system where there is no savior, we are done. We are done. Man is done. Man is finished without a savior. Where there is no savior, hopelessness, wailing and weeping as a wooing, what shall we do? Now we are done. Everybody has to go to the lake of fire now. That is serious. Because that scroll is God's redemptive plan. Let me put it better. That scroll defines God's operation. Operation, my son. Operational matters. God's operation meant to liberate the earth from the hands of the devil. So now, if nobody is found who can open the scroll, that is a world without a savior, my Lord. Hey! Can you imagine the world without Jesus right now? We, we, you, we would be finished now. The devil just eats people alive in the morning. Without hesitation. Continue. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root Weep of David, has triumphed. Hallelujah. So, the matters of the cross and the victory at the cross... There are eternal consequences, my Lord. And they are so grave. Because look at this now. In the absence of, we are done. So, when you tell somebody, receive Jesus, please. Can you take this flyer? You knock the car. He is with Eot and Darkwood windows. You knock, please, can I give you about Jesus, this flyer? He said, no, 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 I don't want. That is a mistake. That's a grave error. Jesus must be received. Without him, the whole earth is hopeless. Hallelujah. So finish up. Yes, eh? He hath prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as if it had been slain. That is, remember the vision I saw, the 2nd of April 2004, when now I saw him at the throne, and when he stretched his, his neck towards the right to gain eye contact with me, when I'm in the throne, I've entered the throne now, inside. And then I saw him at the center, when he stretched his neck to the right to gain eye contact, I saw as if he had been slaughtered, and the blood was flowing in his glorious chest at the center of the throne. 
So thank you so much. So now, the tribulation, I thought we should just check it, just walk through it, enjoy it a bit, but also raise caution, right? I think it's not something to enjoy, as sure you're saying now, not this one, right? Yeah, because he's saying, then caution. You can stop. Stop the church. Stop people from going there. But he's saying it does not start until Jesus himself takes the scroll. And when he takes the scroll, then Revelation chapter 6, 1 and 2, he now he begins to break the scroll and roll out. Now Revelation chapter 6, he rolls out the tribulation. Are we together? Hallelujah. This is to enjoy because you people can make substantive decisions and avoid going there. Hallelujah. So, Revelation 6, 1 and 2, you can just read that so they get to know. So, it is Jesus that starts the tribulation. That is serious, the loving Savior. You're like, why, why really, right? But there is a reason. I'm going to give the reason. To judge the rebellious. Hallelujah. That you may know that sin has consequence. That rejecting Jesus has dire consequences, my Lord. Rejecting Jesus. That sin has severe consequences. So are you going to stop sin? You must. Hallelujah. Serious stuff, blessed people. Just read it very fast, Revelation 6, 1 and 2. And I saw when the lamp opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. And Thank you. So when you read on, the Lamb of God, the glorious Lamb, I've seen those events. I've seen the first four plus the fifth. Remember, I've shown you, I've rather shared with you the vision of the white fish dying on the sea. And also the devourer, when people, recently, I think January this year, it's not yet over, when he showed me the beast wounded, you know, the head, the wound extends a little bit on one of those heads, it's close to the neck, and then the serious devouring of saints. Are we together? So these are serious things, blessed people. They are going to materialize, right? And so he's saying that uh, the Messiah now begins to break the seals and roll out the tribulation. Is somebody hurting on that? Not at all. For you are not supposed to be there, right? But that you may know the gravity of rapture. Significance of the snatching away, the rescue. Are we still together? Why are you looking at me now, deathly faces? Don't do that. Just realize you are born again. You are the elect he talks about, right? But then, look at this now. So he's saying, sit down. So he's saying that the glorious Lamb of God begins the tribulation by taking the scroll from the hand of God and then beginning to break the seals. Can we look at another aspect of the tribulation? Now look at this now. I've said this again and again. That the Lord never blesses two programs at the same time. Never ever. The 69 weeks were for Israel. But you see, if you're so careful and you look at the Old Testament, you can, by inference, tell where the church, the Gentile church is being alluded to. 
like if you read Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, where he says, and through you many nations will be blessed. Then you realize those are Gentile nations, right? So the Messiah would come and would extend his grace, right? Hallelujah. So by inference, yes, you can see. But direct hit, no. That's what the church is a mystery in that way, right? A hidden secret only revealed by revelation of God at the appropriate time, right? In the New Testament. So now, he never blesses two programs at the same time. So when he's running Israel's program, it's Israel. Right now he's running the program of the church. He has put aside on hold the program for restoring the throne of David. For restoring Israel. For revival of Israel. He has put aside. I'm talking about revival as a nation. You are mature enough to know that I've trumpeted this forever, right? So then, another very important feature of the tribulation is that in the tribulation, the Lord kickstarts. He begins now the process of the restoration of Israel. Remember, having put it on hold for some time, the, the church age, more than 2,000 plus, right? He now switches on the, the Kedude in, uh, now in, uh, in uh, is that the Israeli Kedude? Kedude? Niki? Kidude. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> kedude, Kidude. So the, the pressing of the Kidude, the pause button of the clock, so the 70th week may start running. Remember, he paused it for 2,000 plus that you may enter. God's mercy and grace, right? But he's warning now that please, your time is waning out. Your time is passing out. Your time is coming to an end. He's saying, prepare now for the rapture. All this is meant to highlight you, sensitize you on the fact that don't miss the rapture of the church. Hallelujah. And so he's saying, number one, that it is the Messiah, it is Jesus himself that starts the tribulation. Hallelujah. Number two, he's saying, that during the tribulation, another feature is that the Lord Almighty, Jesus now, begins the process of restoration of Israel. He had put it on hold for some time, for all this time for you to enter. But once the church has gone up, then it begins the process of restoring Israel. Can you read the following scriptures in a hurry? Romans chapter 11, 25, real quick, and then 26. After which you go to Romans 9. Are you learning a little, a little deeper now? Thank you. This is what you need, right? So that when we now enter the rapture of the church, now you understand the context. Hallelujah. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happening to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. The fullness of the Gentiles is what he's waiting for. When that happens, 26. And then all Israel will be saved. Really. And so all Israel shall be saved as it is written. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer. So he's saying essentially that after the church age is over, then you will begin the program for Israel. So, feature number two 
is that the restoration of Israel will begin. The revival of Israel will begin. Hallelujah. And Romans chapter 9, 1 and 5, I have so much, I wish you could read them in a hurry. Romans 9, 1 and 5, where he talks about this enormous, uh, enormous uh, inheritance that he laid before Israel. Real quick and real fast. I say the truth in Christ, I lie not, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost, that I gave great heaviness and continuous sorrow in my heart, for I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are the Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption, and the glory, and the covenant, and the giving Le of the Leave it on that camera now, forever. So, so can, can you, you on this now. Can you move on? Yes. And the giving of the law. No, go back again. That for them is the following. Mention it. Who are the Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption? The adoption into sonship, number one, number two. And the glory. And the glory. And the covenant. And the covenant. And the giving of the law. And the giving of the law. And the service of God. And the service in the temple. And the promises. And the promises. Whose are the fathers? The father, the patriarchs. And of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came. That is serious. They were given everything. They were given everything. So you can tell how much the Lord cannot wait to begin the process of the redemption of Israel. So you need to quicken up. Fasten up now. Move faster. Have haste. Hallelujah. And it says here, Isaiah, read Hosea, Hosea 14, Hosea 5, 14, 15, I've read it forever. Hosea 5, 14, 15, I've read it quite a bit all over. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion, and as a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear and go away. I will take away, and none shall rescue him. I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. I will go and return to my place. I will go and return to the pavilion of my tabernacle, of my glory. I will return to my throne where I am worshipped. I will return to my kingdom in heaven. Because I came and they did not recognize the hour of God's coming to them. And he's saying, when God leaves, when now the hour of visitation comes and you fail to recognize, like the cloud has come, the creepers are walking in Kenya, the blind can see, and all these beautiful things are happening in Kenya. No, hold it, hold it, hold it. And then, unapuzia. Then you decide to ignore. He says the consequences are unbearable. Because he's saying that when he lifts, when the glory goes, when the grace goes, he goes with protection with so many other things. Favor, love, mercy, and everything. You can tell that the recent attack by Hamas is because of the Lord. You can tell that. Because who are you to even enter the border of Israel? You cannot. There are surveillance drones. There are surveillance drones that are watching. 
and they are reporting directly to the rapid response forces because Israel have a lot of rapid response forces they, they are always ready with their weapons automatic weapons in their homes in their homes even if they are going to a shop in the evening they are fully loaded they are always ready to go to respond within the minute in the nearest place someone has responded and there are CCTV circuit cameras all over the borders and there is satellite watching from above and there is Mossad that normally infiltrates the enemy and knows every program, every plan how does that enter a blind spot? how did it enter? there is Shinbet, there is Shabak called their intelligence services are sharp, sharp, sharp they're there how? how did that escape them my lord? and butcher like that You can tell the Lord is saying, the Lord, the Lord is your protection. The Lord is your defense. But if the Lord don't guard you, all the rest will be unbelievable. So he's saying, I will go back to my liar. I will go back to the pavilion of my glory. To the tent of my tabernacle. Until you bear your guilt and seek me temprano very early. I serious blessed people. He says, and then th that's why I'm saying he comes out during that time. It's called Jacob's trouble, the day of Jacob's trouble, to restore Israel. That's one of the features about that time that Jesus talked about. The Bible talks about so much the tribulation. Jesus, the Lord Jesus Himself begins it. Hallelujah. And then He comes to restore Israel. Read the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 45, 15, 17, real quick. Isaiah 45, 15, 17, and then we go to Matthew 21, 42, 43. Verily thou art God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel, the Savior. They shall be ashamed and also confounded, all of them. They shall go to confusion together that are makers of idols. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded, world without end. Okay, that's Isaiah 45, 15 to 17. There is another scripture I need to get also that says, even though a mother forgets her baby, hallelujah, even though a mother forgets her baby, the Lord will not forget Israel. And that's why that is the time when he comes to restore them. Hallelujah. Serious stuff. You say what? Isaiah 40? 49. 49, 15, you can read it right there. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? No, this is serious. Serious stuff. The Lord will not forget them. That's why this is the time He comes to them. Isaiah 45, 15, 17, same, same. Read it again. 45, 15, 17, same. 
they will come back to them. Verily, thou art God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel, the Savior. They shall be ashamed and also confounded, all of them. They shall go to confusion together that are makers of idols. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting Hallelujah! That is the time when he now brings salvation to them. He brings redemption. I have seen the role of he that is speaking with you here. Hallelujah. This is serious. Serious. life you have serious stuff blessed people and so the rebellious I read it for you I read it again here those are called the inhabitants do you remember the people slain and slaughtered and they are crying out the Lord Lord sovereign Lord until when shall you then come and judge and avenge our blood on the inhabitants of the earth. They call out the names of the inhabitants of the earth. Then I said the inhabitants of the earth that we saw in the book of Revelation 3, 10, 6, 9, 10, 8, 13, 11, 10, Revelation 13, 8, 13, 14, 17, 8, and so forth and so forth. We said that they are the dwellers of the earth. They have settled on the earth permanently. They have accepted the earth with his sinfulness. They don't have another destination. They have rejected Jesus. They are the rebellious. They are unrepentant. Remember the list I gave you. Hallelujah. They don't think of any other destination. They are evil and sinful people. They have no remorse. They hate God. They hate God's people. They are unrepentant people. They persecute God's people. They are the beast worshippers. They are deceived by the Antichrist. They receive the mark of the Antichrist. They worship the image of the Antichrist. Their names are not written in the book of life belonging to the Lamb of God. They are unsaved. They are living careless lives. They end up in hell, the lake of fire. The inhabitants of the earth. Serious stuff now. Because I thought we should handle the bit of the tribulation in this context today. Is it going well? Very important. Yeah. So that when we enter the rapture of the church, now we go rapture of the church 101, full square. But you'll have taken the contextualization. Where does it fall within the prophetic timeline? What is the value? What is the significance of rapture? What's the purpose of the rapture? Hallelujah. And he says, 
the abomination of desolation. Serious. But another feature is that a temple is built. The tribulation temple. Hallelujah. The tribulation temple is built. You want to be switching between them? Yeah, you can switch between them as you have been doing. So, they begin to sacrifice the Old Testament sacrifice. That is amazing, right? The image of the beast is placed there. There is fleeing. Another feature is what Jesus said. Persecution and suffering like never before. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Another feature, the battle of Armageddon. I know the second coming is there also. Jesus returns to the earth. You can write down that. Creation is restored. And so, most of this we have already seen. The Antichrist rises to power. He brokers a treaty, negotiates a treaty, I think, involving the temple. Can you read Revelation 17, verses 16 to 17? Revelation chapter 17, 16 to 17, blessed people. Time is running, flying, literally. And the ten horns which thou sowest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall, he, shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and to give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sowest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. There's a false church. Okay, now, in that vision, the beast, I was reading the Bible. I was reading the Bible and fell asleep. About probably 11 a.m. in the morning. And then right at that moment, the Lord put me into the vision. I saw that woman coming with a beast. And she was dressed in a reddish kind of cloth. Focus on me now, eye contact. And the beast, you know the way the Lord does it, he brings very close. sitting on the beast and came very close and then the beast went down for her that she may disembark and after that again when she came the beast went down for her to embark and then she left with the beast on top of the beast serious I'm going to have a big sermon on that one but you have heard from Revelation 17, 16 to 17. That confederacy of wickedness.
So now, what do we do that things are bad like this? We prepare for rapture, right? In there, then the great tribulation, right? Then things get worse. Okay, we have seen this, those who have been sitting here since we began this. I know there are others here, but they have been following you. You have been around. They have been following throughout the three sessions. The first session involving people, I mean, senior pastors from abroad, again, as usual. The second session involving, um, again, senior pastors from abroad. I mean, from uh, uh, China and, uh, and uh, Taiwan. And this is the third one, right? At one point, I opened up on the tribulation and the great tribulation. Quite a depth. Are we together? And then you saw that at one point in the great tribulation, everything is destroyed now. Because the Lord targets uh, the environment of man, then finally targeting man himself. Serious. Serious suffering and pain. Global pandemics, the bowel judgments, struck with severe wounds, and then Revelation 16, verse 3. I'm just running through this and then put it together for you that don't go there. Are we together? Revelation 16, 3. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man, and every living soul died in the sea. Revelation 16:12, the river dries. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, and the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And then they will come and God's own Jerusalem. Revelation 16, 18. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And so that earthquake literally flattens all mountains and everything. Revelation 16, 20. And every island, In fact, read from 18 to 20. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God. So the cities collapsed. Is someone following what the Lord is saying there? The cities literally collapse. Mountains collapse. They are flattened. Do you still want to enter? Yeah. Continue. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto, unto her her cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away and the mountains were not found. So mountains collapse. They are flattened. Cities are flattened. Islands are lifted away and they disappear. 
That is serious. Very serious. And so, what is the message there? Repentance. Hallelujah. And the Lord is saying, rejecting Christ is a serious thing. He's flattened the earth. Mountains are flattened. Cities are flattened. The environment of the earth is totally destroyed. Oceans like blood. The stench. It's the blood of a dead man. The Lord emphasizes the gravity of rejecting Christ. That you rejected Christ, you didn't enter the rapture. The Lord emphasizes the gravity of Hebrews chapter 6, 4 to 6. Inside the church now, leave alone those in the streets who say, oh, we don't want Jesus. But inside the church now, Hebrews 6, 4 to 6. For it is impossible for those who are once enlightened. If I meet the word impossible, I highlight it. Meaning not possible. And have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come if they fall away to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and to put him to an open shame. The Lord Almighty uses all that in the tribulation, the great tribulation, to emphasize that. That's a terrible thing to receive Christ and abuse the grace because they slide right into the tribulation. Are you still going to abuse the grace? Not at all. It is serious to reject Jesus and serious to receive Christ and then fall to apostasy, porous living, porous, porosity. Another feature that is important, I know we are late, but another feature that is very important towards the glorious kingdom of God within the spectrum we say it is the second coming of Christ. Can we just touch a little bit, right? Said that tomorrow when we now enter the rapture proper, you have all the surroundings well up.